Thank you for listening to We Have Ways of Making You Talk. Sign up to our Patreon to receive bonus content, live streams and our weekly newsletter with money off books and museum visits as well. Plus early access to all live show tickets. That's patreon.com slash we have ways. What's this? Another bonus episode? It certainly is. John Hamilton is 101 years old. He fought at Dunkirk, shared a dormitory with Roald Dahl, and he still goes to the gym five times a week. Here he is with James. I'm at the Chalk Valley History Festival in southwest Wiltshire. I'm actually in my home village of Broad Chalk. Yeah. Um, the sun is shining. It's a beautiful sunny day. And I'm sitting here with John Hamilton, who is 101 no less, but looks at least 30 years younger, is fit as a fiddle, um, and has the most extraordinary exercise regime, which we're just about to go through, aren't we, John? <laughs> John, I've got, I've, obviously, we've been talking before the recording button press go. Uh, and one of the things that I was really impressed with is the fact that you're 101, you don't look anything like it, and you have a pretty vigorous exercise regime. I do. Every day? Five days a week. Two hours. Yep. And what's your start time? My start time is 7.30. Yep. And what's the routine then? The routine is, first of all, um, 15 minutes on the treadmill. Yep. Just get everything going? Three miles an hour. Yeah, three miles an hour, yep. And I break into a trot on there, actually. Do you? Yes, I break into a trot, a little, or just to vary the pace. Yes. Then on to the bike. Right. Now, the bike is half an hour. Just oh. solid pedalling for half an hour? Solid pedalling, and um, it's the time, it's the distance. I'm, I'm, I'm going at about, I don't know what, miles an hour. What I'm interested in is what time I'm doing. It's half an hour. Yep. And I'm doing three and a half miles. Right. So add that up with the treadmill. Yep. My legs have been exercised. Yes. Where do I go next? The rowing machine. The rowing machine? Now, when I was 95, yep. I established a world record. <laughs> really? I, for my age group. Yep. Which was 95 to 100. Yep. 95 year old. It's a thousand meters in four minutes, 23 seconds. Goodness me, I don't know I could do that now. When I was in the gym yesterday, my usual time, yeah. eight minutes. So you see from 95 to 101. Yes, but you have just had quite a big fall and clunked yes, your head and I hurt your side. That, in the... that, 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 that made a difference. Now from there, yep. I then start on the sit-ups. So what I do is I sit down the machine the weights. Yep. And 35 milligrams pull. Yep. Pull. So I do 12 of those. Yeah. Then I put my hands there and I do sit up. And I do 20 of those. Three repetitions. Right. Then I go to a machine which the arm's out. This is about uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, This is 30, 30 pounds. 30 pounds. So I do that. And I should say that I've just described that at the moment you are actually sort of um, I, 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 air, air I, I, doing I, I, the exercises, sitting, which you might not hear. I'm why you might not hear you on the microphone? I've got two arms yep. ahead of me, and what I do is from there. Uh, wow. Uh, uh, uh. Then I go to a machine where I'm pushing. I'm pushing down. Oh yes. Now I do 24 press-ups. <laughs> oh my God. 
goodness. Really? Now, what I do is, it's, there's a bench. Yeah. It's not on the floor, it's a bench. Legs up behind me. I'm down, up, down, so 24. Yeah. Then I go to a machine that I hold the grips and I press. The weights I'm pulling down, I'm pushing down, the muscles pushing down. I've done that. Now, I go to my floor exercises. <laughs> Now, there is a machine in the gym, sorry, I'm not out yet, a machine in the gym, which you lie on your back and pull it forward. Yeah, I know the one. You know the one? Yep. When I start off, I do 100. <laughs> I do 50 with my legs on the ground, and yep. I raise my legs up and do another 50, so that's the Goodness, 100. yeah. Then I do stretching exercises. Right. My legs up, legs down. Back to 100. Yeah. Next exercise I do is I cross my leg like that, put it on the ground, either side, like that. Right? Yeah, I know that one, yeah. Yep. Yep. Then I do another hundred. Then I do, I push my legs out like that. Oh, like that, both legs. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Then I do another hundred. Then to finish up, I do, with my legs together, on the floor, either side, 50. Then another hundred. That's 400. Oh. The last machine I go to, oh, this is it, this is it, this is a, another weight machine. This is um, 5, 50, 25, 30, this is 40 pounds. This is a, oh. Right, I sort of pulled towards you. Yeah. That's right, that's it. That's it, so by this time it's half past nine. Half past nine. And it's time to go home. Time to go home. And you're ready for the rigours of the day. Absolutely. Amazing. And that is five days a week. That's absolutely, so which days do you have off? Only Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> and I'm bored to hell. Are you? You miss because, it. you know, I live on my own, so I, <laughs> so I just lounge. Well, I don't. I, I get out and have a walk because, you know, I don't. Well, that's just, uh, that, that is hugely impressive. Uh, and I'm, if you're 101, that means you were born before the end of the First World War. I was born on the 28th of April 1918. So just after the attack on Arras. Six months before war ended. Yeah, amazing. Yep. So you grew up in the 1920s and 1930s. Yes. And you went to school with Roald Dahl. I did. And he Rose was your dog captain. Great friends. We were great friends. Yeah. So did he tell stories? Yes. This is the great thing. We were in the dormitory in the same bed next to each other. And he asked me, and he, he said, we used to call each other by our surnames, and it was Hamilton. Uh, yeah. Hamilton, do you really ghost stories? I said, mm, not really. I said, do you? He said, oh, yes. And he started. And, he, and that's how we got to know each other. How and amazing. the sad thing is... After the war, we never saw each other again. Did he he not? became a fighter pilot. He did. He flew hurricanes on Greece. He did indeed. Clonked his head really but badly. But he wrote, I have read uh, several of his books. Uh, one particular book, what is it about? Going Solo is his, is his autobiography. Yes. What was the book that he wrote about? What about ghosts, about situations where people got themselves? Oh, I can't remember. There was a Tales of the Unexpected, wasn't there? Or... Ah, that's the one. Yes. I was asked to read one of his stories. It took about 20 minutes. They were short stories. His yeah. book was short. Tales of the Unexpected. I got his book. Yeah. And they asked me if I'd read to an audience in the library. Right. I read several of his books. And then I was on the local um, uh, radio. Right. And I read on radio too. Yeah. Wonderful stories. How brilliant. One of my, that's just an incredible story. Yeah. Um, and then the other story that you told me, which I thought was amazing, was that you first went to Lords in 1932. I did. And Dennis Compton handed you out uh, at a program when he was Dennis a junior. Dennis Compton handed me a, a, a scorecard before 
he was uh, before he actually was in the in the Middlesex team. He was just a uh, you know working on the MCC staff or something. I presume so. Yeah. 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 Incredible. Mm. And Patsy Hendren was your coach. Patsy, I went to Selfridges, and Patsy Hendren had a school for young boys up on the top floor of Selfridges, and he coached me in cricket. I loved it. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. And then, and, and then you, and you saw Headley Verity bowl. Oh, Lord, goodness! Yeah. What a bowler! What a bowler! What a bowler! And and mortally but wounded I saw on the Sicily. Ball. I saw Larwood bowling. Did you? Saw Tate. No. Well, I'm and three oh, and slow bowlers, of course, because I, I was a slow bowler, an off break bowler. I were you? And of course, there was a wonderful off break bowler who got all ten wickets of his name. Now you'll know it. Uh, Jim Laker. That's right, Jim Laker. Do you oh. see Bradman? Yes. No! At the Oval. Really? At the Oval. I forget what which. My father was a county cricketer before the war. Before the World War. Yes, you said. For That's right. He's so the, you probably spent a bit of time there. Remember the MCC? He played for the Zingali. Yes. Played for the Free Foresters. Yeah. And played for another club. I forget which. But there was a magazine called The Cricketer which came out. Yes, yeah, still is. Still there. Is it still there? Still going. Oh, that's fantastic. Mm. Yep. Amazing. Anyway, listen, I want to talk to you about Dunkirk, because I yes, know you were right. there. Yeah, so sure. you, you, you joined an anti-aircraft unit. I joined an anti-aircraft unit, TA, in 1937. Right. Uh, our gun was a 3-inch. Yes, which is a precursor to the 3.7-inch. Yeah, absolutely, precursor to that. And, Pretty good uh, gun. We tra- it was at the White City. Yep. There were six of us. We joined from, from the rugby club. I was a member of Rosin Park. Yes, yeah, I yeah, yeah. I think one of the Rosin Park. And um, we joined on that, and then... The war came, 1939, and we were off. We were in France on the 15th of September. Were you really? Yes. Straight out there. And we were on the outskirts of Arras. Yep. In farm buildings, in barns. Yes, because of course, you know, because of, um, uh, the, the British Expeditionary Force was in France because we no uh, French or, or British troops were allowed no, to go into Belgium at that because point. Because it was Belgium. Because they were neutral. And of course, on the 10th of May, Yes, everything when changes. the two panzer divisions with Guderian, yes. he was a great general. Yeah, he was. And of course, the French army was twice the size, yeah. but half as good. Yeah. They weren't as well. They weren't yeah. as well led. Um, You're absolutely right. I've I've written about this at some length. The and, only um, thing that held them up, I think, I can't remember which rivers it was, but the crossing took a bit of time. Yeah, well, it was the River Meuse they had to get across, but they managed to and do it in one day. The French tank was pretty useless too. I forget what they. Had. Well, they were big. They had the Charbies and the oh, Samoas. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I forget. But anyway, yeah. yeah. But, but anyway, so you were you were there. So you did did you did you stay in Arras or did you move up once the well, Russians moved up? Well, what happened was that um, we were told, we were ordered about the twentieth, I think, when Calais had fallen. Yes. Boulogne had fallen the Germans, and only Dunkirk was left as a port. So we from Arras were told, get to Dunkirk as quickly as you can, because the Luftwaffe have started bombing the hell out of. Dunkirk so Park. were you actually in Dunkirk town itself or on the edges? No, on the edges. So no, were you near Burgu? You know, the, the, the town on the edge of... I don't know, no, no. You can't remember that? No, we were on the edge of Dunkirk. We went into action... Right on the edge of the city. There. Edge now, of the there town. there would be about three sort of uh, sorties a day from them. Mainly Stuka. Yes. I've told you about the dive bomber, haven't I? Yeah, but tell me again. Well, I tell you again, the Stuka carries a 250-pound bomb. Yep. It bombs by... Vertical. Yes. From 50,000 feet. Yep. It dives. There's a siren. Yes, the Jericho trumpet. Which frightens the hell out of you. Yeah, that's sort of the, the wailing it, noise. That's, that's right, the wailing noise. Yeah. It dives to 1,500 feet. The bomb is released. It pulls out. Now, that is when that plane is vulnerable. Yes, because it comes down. Right, and it, it comes down as it goes up. Doesn't it? Yeah. And 
I shot down three. I was in the gunner's seat, so I know. Really? You saw because it? Because I was aiming. The and what happens when you shoot? Do, do you hit off a, a wing, or does the whole thing just blow up? I mean, what happens? Well, I think because rather like uh, um, game shooting, you know, the cartridge or the shell yeah. spreads. Right. The, uh, and, and, and that's what caught the... So the plane actually caught fire. And, Did it? And, and then you yeah. just saw it just go... Yeah, we saw it just, just go down, absolutely. Um, and what's the, 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 the feeling when that happens? Is, is there a feeling of exhilaration that, yes, you've got one, or do you... Do you I mean, is it a bit like sort of shooting a pheasant, or is it... Or is it I mean, or, or are you thinking this well, is the bloody business know, of war, or is it kind of people's... It's a strange thing. I can't remember what my feelings were. I, all I know was, one thing I wasn't, the whole time at Dunkirk, I never felt fright. Did you not? I felt apprehension. I felt, I don't know, I don't, well, I, you know, perhaps fate will decide whether I come through this. Right, OK. When we got on the beach... In the sand dunes. Now the sand dunes was the place to be. So, Which, so when did you go onto the beach? So you have to abandon your well, gun. Well, what happened was... Do you have to spike it? The strange thing was this. Orders came from one officer to another. The order, the original order was send the wounded back onto the beach. We picked up. Yep. Send the wounded. Nothing about stop firing. No. But he got it wrong. The order we got was destroy the guns, spike them. You know. So what do you do? Put and a grenade down or something? Yes, oh, we blew them up. Got on the beach. Long queue. About half a mile long, I suppose. And what was Dunkirk Town like when you were walking Ruined. through? Absolutely. They, they bombed the hell out of it. But you know what saved us on the beach? The perimeter. Mm. Because this perimeter was 25 miles long, yep. covering Dunkirk and the beach. Yep. Eight miles deep. So it was a semicircle. And manning it, defending it, well, these infantry battalions, weren't they? Infantry weren't they? battalions, yep. God, including coastal guards. I think it was coastal guards. Uh, one, of, one of many battalions there. And they were sacrificing them so that we could get away. Those of us who were in the dunes were well disciplined, well behaved. Right. But I told you about the incident where a group of men came out of the town. Yeah. They'd been after food and drink from the bombed pubs and restaurants. Yeah. And they came on the beach, they passed, we were along the beach, they started walking up towards the front. An officer got up and he confronted them. And I forget the leading man, there were some words exchanged, I couldn't hear what it was. Whatever happened, the next thing was, he threw his pistol, threw his revolver. The officer did? Yes, he was an officer. And obviously, the shooter. There was a moment's hesitation. I think he would have shot him. Goodness but me. anyway, it worked. He turned around and they went to the back. There's a, there's a very famous painting of the Dunkirk scene, and, and you see the kind of sort of oily smoke rising up yes, from the burning yes. things. You see clouds. You see, you see Those absolutely. Were just, they, were they oil was that tanks. what it was like? The, I know, but, but, but can you remember that? I mean, can yes, you, well, the must, you I must have smelt well. it in the air, didn't the you? Smoke in the air from, from those those bombed oil tanks. And what God. were you all thinking? I mean, were you thinking this was the end of the war, or, or did you think? Well, I can't remember what I was thinking. You know, I kind of can't. I don't know. No. But you were still quite calm, were you? I was quite calm, yes. We all were. Because, you know, um, the thing was that on the, it was a Sunday, and the Padre, I forget which Padre it was, but anyway, he came to a group of us. He said, boys, let's have a service. And he said, it'll just be a prayer and a hymn. So we all said, yes. And you know, he had a prayer. For those men, we were praying for the for the uh, welfare of those men who are on the perimeter. Yeah. 
defending us on the beach. Yep. That's what I thought. That must have been Sunday the 26th of yeah. May. Well, whatever it was. And then he said, and what hymn should we sing? Did everyone know the words? And I said, what about, oh God, I hope an ages past. Brilliant. He said, do you know the words? I said, yes, oh God, I hope an ages past. I hope for years to come. I'll shelter from the Tommy Blast and now it's dead home. And we sang. He sang it. And you know, that somehow lifted us. Did it? Feeling. Yeah. And on we went. How interesting. And when we got to the top of the queue, God, these wounded men lying on stretchers. So one of the medical orderlies addressed us and said, would any of you volunteer these stretchers? We want to take them to the first aid post. I went forward yep. and five others God, went. Good for Between you. us for an hour, backwards and forwards with these stretchers. Yep. We were still at the front of the queue. So when the word came from the beachmaster, right, run for the, run for the jetty, for the mole. Stuka attack came in. And on the beach, yep. between us and the bowl, were a number of bomb craters. Right. We dived into a bomb crater. Yeah. And as we did, the bomb, the noise, this terrible, terrifying, yeah. sour noise hit us. We were there, and the bomb landed there. You know, we dug, us, we dug ourselves out of sand. Amazing. And I thought, my God, we are alive. Yeah. I, I was as deaf as a poster. Were you? And then the beef run. And we ran up the mill onto, onto the... And you got onto, you got onto destroy it, didn't we you? We got onto, well, first of all, it was a trawler. Right. And there must have been about 60 of us. Yeah. Piled onto it, took us out to a destroyer. Which is waiting offshore. I remember the main, yes, waiting off us. Got us to do And did you get attacked on the way back? No, we didn't. You didn't, so you we had did. a clear passage There back. was, again, we were lucky. There was a lull in the bombing. And right. it was in that lull that we got going. Great. Because later on, after, after we got free, that mole was bomb damaged. Because from the air, you've just got a thin... F Most of the bombing had gone into the harbour. Although they'd, they, they didn't actually hit the mole. They did eventually hit the mole. Yeah. But there were a hell of a lot of misses. So and you got back. Got back. Live to fight another day. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's just incredible. Thank you. Thank you. I take my hat off to you that's and your good. exercise James, routine. That's very kind of you. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs>